Thank you, thank you, thank you, listeners. I am ranked in the top 5% of educational podcasts. Yay! And 76 people (laughs) voted me as the number one podcast. So thank you. That is so awesome. Welcome, welcome to Pray With Me Let's get these blessings started. It is a daily podcast, and it will always be. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to my dear friend, Abby's brother. Um, I asked her for his name, but oh well, it's time for the podcast So anyway, we're sending out a prayer to him. I know that he's in Las Vegas, and I know that he is in ICU. So our prayers go out to him and to you too as well, Abby. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Father, help me to take time to think today, for it is the source of power Help me to take time to play today, for it is the secret of perpetual youth. Help me to take time to read today, for it is the foundation of wisdom. Help me to take time to pray today, for it is the greatest power on earth. Help me to love and be loved today, for it is a God-given privilege. Help me to take time to be friendly today, for it is the road to happiness. Help me to take time to laugh today, for it is music for your soul. And dear God, help me to take time to give today, because we know that's what makes you happiest of all. Amen. As I open up my Bible, at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray. Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I wanna understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And I wanna thank my Dolly Mama for those prayers. And she is also doing an act of kindness today uh, at my request. So I do thank you for that, Mom, and I pray that God wraps his arms around you as he always does and just squeezes you a little extra tighter today and keeps you in good health and you are truly loved. 
So thank you so much for everything. Okay. God's purpose for your life. Psalm 119 verse 114. You are my hiding place and my shield. I will wait for your word. Listeners, are you waiting for God to intervene in some area of your life? Well, one of the struggles that we face as believers is trying to understand why the Lord delays in matters that are urgent to us. Of course, the Father always has good reasons. However, there are several adjustments that will be important for us to make if we desire to wait successfully. First, we have to determine to focus on God. Do not center your attention on your need because that will only sustain and increase your anxiety, right? Well, this is crucial because at times the Father will delay until you get your focus back on Him. He wants you to delight in Him, not just in what He gives you, but to delight in who He is. Second, release your expectations. That's right, just release them. You can cling so tightly to a particular outcome that he has to wait until you let go of your preferences so that he can give you his best. So stop fighting him and let him work on your behalf. Amen. Finally, Rejoice that while you're waiting, God is working in the unseen. Don't forget that the Lord sees the entire picture and is orchestrating everything in ways that you can't even imagine. So spend time with him, express your love for him, and trust him. Because that's what will ensure your success while you wait. You heard me. Spend time with him, express your love for him, and trust him. Because that's what will ensure your success while you wait. Yay. Pray with me. Thank you, Jesus, for working in the unseen. My hope is in you. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. Don't move. We'll be right back with some more prayers in just a moment. Okay, this is a really good word since it's early in the morning. And most of us are up and getting ready to go to work. And we're praying because we put God first in our day, right, listeners? Mm-hmm. Well, we all enjoy weekends. And recreation with our families and friends is important for a well-balanced life. But if we live for the weekends only, 
we thwart God's desire to bless us in the task that occupies most of our adult lives. Work. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom or someone who heads out each morning to an office or a job, that is work. Work is not the result of the curse placed on humanity when Adam and Eve sinned. God instructed them to reap the fruit of the earth before the fall. Work, listeners, is a gift from God. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. Given for our enjoyment and blessing. And that is why the preacher wrote, I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor, as it is truly a gift of God. And that's Ecclesiastes chapter 3. You might say, If you knew who my boss was, you would understand how I could possibly not enjoy my work with such an unpleasant supervisor. Well, true enough, some work may not fit our ideal description, but consider the alternative listeners. No mun, no fun, okay? Have you ever known anyone to feel happy and satisfied while they were standing in an unemployment line? Not likely. So if you have a job, if you have a job today, can you just thank God for it? Thank you. Just thank him for the work. Wherever you find yourself working, either in a factory line, under a sink, at a desk, in a truck, (laughs) or on the phone. Thank the Lord for your work. It may be less than perfect, but that, but that, but that is where God has placed you, at least for now. Oh yeah, everything is from God. We must come to see every detail of our jobs as an opportunity to serve God. And that's how you can find enjoyment. The Apostle Paul tells us, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And he reminds us that whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. Such an attitude can transform the workplace from a mere workstation to a practical pulpit that says more about your relationship with Christ than words could ever do. Let me repeat that. Your attitude at work can transform the workplace from a mere workstation to a practical pulpit that says more about your relationship with Christ than words ever could. Amen. I like that. So, you have to see work as God's gift. 
Give him thanks for the opportunity and the privilege of working and being healthy and being able to drive there and being able to cash your check to go out and have some enjoyment or go shopping. Not just for a living, but for him. Then you can start anticipating the weekdays as much as you anticipate the weekends. Amen. Find fulfillment in your work. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Okay, let's get to know the Bible a little bit more. Okay, 2 Samuel, it was not written by Samuel because the book takes place after his death. Uh, Some suggest that a priest wrote 2 Samuel. David becomes Israel's greatest king, but with major flaws. Popular quotes, chapter 1, verse 25, How are the mighty fallen in the midst of the battle? Chapter 7, verse 18. Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that thou hast brought me hitherto? David's nephew killed a Philistine of great stature. He had six fingers on every hand and six toes on each foot. He was David's top soldier. His name was Adino, and he once killed 800 men single-handedly. Yikes. King David's story highlights the vital importance of the choices we make. Who would have guessed that such a great man could fall into such terrible sin? So read 2 Samuel so you'll know all about it. And 1 Kings, again, an unknown author. But early tradition claimed that Jeremiah wrote 1 and 2 Kings. Israel divides into rival northern and southern nations. Popular quote, Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou thou hast turned their heart back again. Scholars say that 1st and 2nd Kings were originally a single volume and then they were split in half to allow for copying onto normal size scrolls. Solomon's example provides a strong warning Even the most blessed person can drift from God and make big mistakes. In 2 Kings, again, they're claiming Jeremiah wrote it. Uh, Both Jewish nations are destroyed for their disobedience to God. Popular quotes, chapter 2, verse 11. Behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder, and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. 
chapter 17, verse 20, the Lord rejected all the seed of Israel and afflicted them and delivered them into the hand of spoilers until he had cast them out of his sight. And chapter 25, verse 21, so Judah was carried away out of their land. Isaiah, who wrote a long prophecy that appears later in the Old Testament, is very prominent in 2 Kings chapter 19. One of Judah's best kings, Josiah, was only eight years old when he took to the throne. Mm -hmm. Both Israel and Judah found that there were terrible consequences to sin. Even bad examples can be helpful if we decide not to do the things that bring us trouble. Even bad examples can be helpful if we decide not to do the things that bring us trouble. Very true, very true. Okay, we're getting to know our Bible. And In Touch Magazine, it says we are children of God. When we trust in Christ, we become children of God. And by using this language, the Bible indicates the nature of our relationship with him. He is our father and we should respond as his children. This means that we must learn to obey, learn to listen, and learn to love him more and more each day. The Father speaks clearly to us through scripture. Many people claim that they're interested in hearing God's word, yet they struggle to find time to read his word. And then there are those who say, I don't understand it, and eventually give up. But living within every child of God is the Holy Spirit who helps us to overcome any hindrances and brings correct interpretation of the word. So if you keep reading the Bible faithfully, the Holy Spirit will give you understanding. Ooh, I believe that. Now, once a person is born into God's family, nothing can ever destroy that relationship, not even sin. However, disobedience does grieve the father and it hinders fellowship and communication with him. Restoration, which is essential for spiritual growth, comes through confession and repentance. We are given the characteristics of the children of God in 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. You are a member of his family, so your life should be characterized by obedience and righteousness. That's going to be the title of today's podcast, Obedience and Righteousness. Okay, God's promises day by day. Revelation chapter 21 verse 7 he who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Listeners, what shall it be like in heaven? Some of our truest images of ourselves in heaven 
it seems, are stirred up by bread and butter pleasures that we enjoy here. Have a thigh-thumping laugh at a ridiculous story and you get a sharp snap of yourself happy in heaven. Let a piece of soul music send shivers down your spine and you have an image of your capacity for beauty in heaven. Maybe the happiest memories of ourselves on earth are our clearest images of what we shall be in heaven. Amen. In God's way, day by day, John chapter 17, verse 11. Our loving Father, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me. Our first response when anxiety hits should be to look heavenward and cry, Father. Jesus went frequently to the Father in prayer. We read in the Gospel accounts how Jesus left his disciples to be alone with God, often praying early in the morning before dawn. Hint, hint. Listeners, prayer shifts your focus away from the problem to the one who can give you the answer. The one who can give you the solution, the one that tells you the next step to take. Prayer takes your focus off of yourself, off of your pain, off of your confusion, and puts it to the Father who knows all, the Father who controls all, the one who has all power and indeed is all loving. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Going to be digging into Advent because we are in the month of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he is worth celebrating every day. So they put me in the educational category (laughs) on the podcast. That's great because God is all about knowledge and wisdom. And this is our education as his children. We couldn't be in a closer position to the Lord. So thank you for coming to pray with me. And all you have to do is be obedient. It sounds harder than it actually is. To be obedient is actually freeing. It is freeing, listeners. I am obedient and I am free. And it feels so good. <laughs> 
We just got our blessings started for today. Put on your armor. Get ready to have a glorious day with the Lord standing right by your side. God bless you. Bye for now.